We are live with the one and only Dr. Andy Jean Miro. Andy, holy smokes, it is so amazing to see your face and to see that beautiful view. Like, are you kidding me right now? It looks fake. It does. There's the Empire State Building. That's a good one. It is <laughs> amazing. I'm just going to wait. Of, um, well, I want to make sure that we are actually live. But, um, so what's what's new with Ashley, you? Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. I am count what is the countdown day-wise? How many days till the retreat? I think it is... 40, 39, Colin, Colin, can you confirm? Um, but it is, it's a little bit over a month. And I mean, when was the last time you were in wine country, Andy? Um, ooh, it's been years um, since I was in Napa and I loved Napa. Um, yes. It's been probably seven or eight years and I am so excited to get back. Oh, yeah. I need some, like, West Coast in my life, you know? Like, the view is beautiful, but the weather, as it starts to change, New Yorkers get something known as seasonal depression. <laughs> so uh, we, don't, we don't stay on the weekends. Like, tomorrow I'm flying to Miami for the weekend, and actually a couple of dentists, all of my friends that are dentists, are going to be there. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. That's, that sounds amazing. We're, okay, speaking of Miami, yes, and um, yes, that is the New York skyline because we have um, Andy as a native oh, New Yorker. That is New York City. <laughs> Check out the Empire State Building. This is my my thinking nook. This is where I sit and I come up with my master plans. <laughs> I love it. Your master plans at taking over the universe. I love it. I mean, someone's got to, right? Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Wait, before we talk about about cosmetic dentistry, I want to know where are you staying in Miami? Like, what hotel do you prefer? I'm a one hotel bougie, B-I-T-C-H, and um, I, I love it there. I have a, a former patient who is a great friend of mine who always takes care of me when I go, so... I'm just excited for like a massage and like a oh, yeah. warm weather. Like I just feel like it's needed every once in a while. And like, I yes, I was that. just in Vegas two weeks ago, but that wasn't the same thing. I was actually attending lectures at Serona World, not enjoying the nice weather. So I'm excited to enjoy some nice weather for sure. That That is definitely my biggest gripe about, um, about going to a cool city where the conference is held you don't actually get to see the city or the hotel usually because those conferences are jam-packed with the best speakers, which is amazing. But then you leave feeling tired and um, yeah, just, it's a lot. It's so funny. So you know that I was in Vegas at Serona World a couple of weeks yes. ago and I messaged you obviously because uh -huh. Stanley was speaking. So, you know, Kyle and I go way back probably like 10 years we've been friends and um I came up to him like after the first lecture and I was like listen we got to catch up it's been so, I'm so excited yeah. to actually sit down and talk to you in Sonoma um and I'm so excited but you know the thing that I do want to bring up because I just sent like a Stribe newsletter about it um on Tuesday 
And the interesting thing about like people having an impact on you. So Kyle lectures, right? And he he's so adamant about like flying in because he's away from his family. He lectures and then he flies right yeah. back out. So we've never time to catch up with him. But in Sonoma, hopefully we're gonna see him for a few days. So that's really yes. exciting. But I was sitting in his lecture and I just got all of these ideas. Like he was saying how like he rushes back home to his family. I literally changed my flight from Sunday to Saturday because I just wanted to get home after that lecture. And it's so funny, Dr. Schiffenhaus, I don't know if you know who he is on Instagram, yeah. said the same thing. He's like, yeah, I think I'm going to change my flight and go home a little early. Like we were all so like motivated by him. Um, for so many damn reasons. So I'm so excited for Sonoma for that. And then Christian Coachman, how do you just sneak that in? Like, oh, Christian Coachman's going to be here? I, okay. So I, I honestly, between you and Kyle and Christian Coachman, and I'm, the lineup is insane, but Christian Coachman is a good friend of, Kyle's, but he he was connected to me by Katie Till. Okay. And Katie messaged me. She said, if I can swing this, will you have a place for Christian? I'm like, um, we will make a place for Christian. Yeah. So um yeah, it's I don't even I mean, <laughs> give Christian my time. Okay. <laughs> no. no, okay, we're definitely not doing that, but um it's just unreal. And we were talking about, um, like the two of us were talking about just being in the same room with all of these, these people, it, it just will put a fire in you. And I feel like at this stage, like, I mean, this morning I woke up, Andy, there's a lot of things that you don't share on social media there. I could not get out of bed this morning. And I, I, I put my alarm, I set my alarm for 4.45, and I'm going to be a beast. I not about a 4.45 either, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to be a beast like you and work out, and 4.45 goes, 5.30 goes, 6.30 goes, 7 o'clock, I'm like, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do this. I, you know there's a lot that is happening right now in my practices um, that it, it's behind the scenes, obviously, because, you know, you share, th you share one side on social media, you share another side, like anywhere else. Like, and that's why I love podcasting. And, and we did an awesome podcast together. I hope everybody listens to it, but it's a lot. It's a lot. So I'm just so excited for Sonoma to, to just connect like this, where like we can talk about, oh my gosh, I had turnover. I like, I'm getting sued. I don't know anything like that. Right, Andy? I think, I think like, it's so, it's so funny to me because people, and I think I'm not doing a good job having this conversation, I feel like, because I feel like people see my life is so perfect and so like amazing. I mean, this last year, I feel like it's almost killed me. Like, it has been a really freaking hard year. And of course, of all the days that you wanted to do this, today is the anniversary of my dad's passing. And so I was just like, 
you know what? I am going to get out of bed this morning. I am going to go to the gym and work out with my trainer. I'm going to get ready and I'm going to put makeup on and I'm going to show up because yeah. of those reasons. Of course, because yeah. I felt like such shit this morning when I woke up. <laughs> and there's so many things that add to it. And like you mentioned turnover. And, you know, I'm glad that this is a safe space to feel like I can complain I feel like people get like irritated when you complain or you bitch about something, but you know what? Shit is going on and like, I'm having a hard time. Like, I, I don't know how else to put it. You know, yesterday I walk into work and I get word that my assistant quit. Yeah. And I'm like, my assistant? She's great. Like she's treats the patients well. She takes care of me. I take care of her, I thought, you know? And she's going through a lot and I understand and she has a lot of issues in her family and I, I get it. I get people live lives and like they sometimes have to leave us, but it hurts, you know, it hurts. it's, it's hard, you know, I know you were telling me a little bit about what's going on with you. Like, tell me as much as you can tell me, like, I mean, you have two practices. Like I get, you have a lot on your plate and you still make time for things like this. Like, do you ever cut yourself some slack? Um, honestly, no. it is. Get in your face. It, it's you know. always, and even if I'm not in one practice or the other practice, and if we're not planning the retreat or trying to podcast and provide content and what's happening, it, it when I'm with my kids, it is me still being in my head. Like right. I can't shut it off. And um, it's, I don't know, is it a sickness? Do I need to be medicated? Like a really, every day I'm like, do I just need drugs? No, you don't. You need coffee and you need people in your life that are going to help you do all the things that you need to get done. And that's the truth. Like, I, I think, you know, you talk about working out and like getting up early. Like I had a hard week this week working out. Like I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be working. Yeah. I was feeling like shit. Like I just didn't want to do it, but I woke up and I did it and I feel better that I did it. But at the same time, like we are just high functioning people yeah. and it's okay to like not be. And like, that's a hard thing to digest as a high functioning human being. Like I can do it all. It's like, oh yeah, I could do it all and have a nervous breakdown at 35. Yeah, I could do it all, right? Um, but it's true, you know, like, I just feel so bad. Like you seem so like, I, I see you, like I see you, right? And like, I know you're going a hundred miles an hour and it's sometimes hard. Like talk about, talk about your week. Talk about something like we don't have to talk about dentistry, you know, oh. uh, we can talk about anything. What is bothering you? What is your biggest problem? Maybe, maybe I can help you, but I don't know if I can. <laughs> Let's see. What's your biggest problem that you're having right now? It's not getting amazing lectures to your retreat because you did that. It's definitely not that. That we are, we are definitely winning on so many levels in that regard, like, I, I still can't believe it. But I mean, this is a, um, I'm glad nobody really is in this group that's on my team, except for Judy and Colin. But um, I've had three people turn over in the past month. And 
my office, the second office just opened less like two months ago. And you, you will, you will quickly find out where loyalty or I think loyalty is a good word. Like you, the right people on the right, in the right seats on the bus. Right. And, um, change is hard and change is a lot harder for some people than others. Mm -hmm. And, um, growing is never, never easy. Like there's always a mourning period involved. There's a sense of loss because we took this big, amazing team and now I separated them. So now they're in two different practices. And then not only that, but communication was breaking down and systems like running two is definitely not the same as running one. And I'm sure there's a little bit of resentment for the brand new shiny object, which is the second location. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's a lot. And this, this, um, this season of growing is, it's challenged me to my core. And I, um, I've gotten messages from just docs who I've connected with on social media. And it's like, it's so amazing. The practice that you have, like it's, it's a, it's beautiful and all of this stuff. And, and I feel it. I feel like, yes, when I walk in the, in the door, it's such a moment of gratitude. Like I, it, I can't believe that it's here, but at the same time, so much is happening that is making me not fully able to celebrate that accomplishment. Yeah. So. Well, that is so hard. Like you, this is such a, I think I can relate to it too, but this is such a hard period, right? Because you're doing something amazing, right? You built an entirely new practice from scratch. Love, sweat, and tears went into that, right? And this is your new baby, right? And I understand from a teammate, just from an outsider looking in, the... I don't think jealousy is the right word. I think envy. Like people want to be next to you, right? And like they want to be with you at this new place. But obviously you have two locations and you need to make people happy in both locations, right? And I think I suffered a lot with this when um, my former boss would open new practices, right? He would open Mm -hmm. the shiny new practice and Mm -hmm. then like, take staff there and I would be like back and I'm just like oh like you want me to celebrate when you leave like okay great I have more chair time Mm -hmm. and I get more patience but like I want to be in this shiny new thing like I thought I was your number one right but the truth is Mm -hmm. and it was hard for me to see at the time is I was where I was supposed to be because I was supporting the practice in the and being the face of the practice in that practice that he was leaving and Mm -hmm. You know, I think that can be very hard for team members. And I know because I went through it, but I think there are ways to motivate your staff that can make it more comfortable. Like, you know, I know you have two different staffs in two different locations. Like maybe there's a rotation day. Maybe there is a world where, you know, you adjust, like some assistants come to this practice and then we 
you know, rotate them into another practice. There's so many ways. And I think you're going to find the best way that works for you in time. And, and it's unfortunate that like some people have walked away or moved on and I get it. And I understand how hard it is to a train somebody that you trust yeah. in yeah. the room with your patients that you've worked so hard to get that patient into the chair and it can all go away by the wrong person sitting next to you being yeah. their team. And people don't talk about that. You talk about cheap labor and you talk about like, oh, just needing a warm body in the chair. No, I've had assistants say the wrong thing that completely turns a patient off and walks away from the practice. Uh, words, you know, like it's crazy to me. It really is. It, it is. I mean, I thank you for sharing that because I mean, yeah, to hear your perspective because you were on the other side of the coin. And if, I mean, do you mind sharing where you worked, Andy? Because that was... So I um, I worked for seven and a half years at Apesthetic in New York City, um, and it was my first job out of dental school. And um, I lived and breathed the cosmetic dentistry that would come out of that place. And that was a hard thing because obviously my former boss, Dr. Mike Appa, who I have nothing but admiration for. Like I, you have, people have to understand, like, although I'm not working for him, he was my mentor and has taught me and given me so much. Mm -hmm. And I think this year of like not working there um, has really opened my eyes a lot to different opportunities, obviously like growing Strive and like growing my continuing education, mm -hmm. practicing a little bit less and like seeing less patients this year it really did allow me to see a lot of the things that my former boss was telling me and like really opened my eyes. And I think because I had worked in the same place my entire career, I was really blind to it. I was kind of jaded to the, mm -hmm. to all the things that were going on. I thought patients just walk in and spend that amount of money, right? Like that's mm -hmm. what my whole life had been, right? So it's just interesting to see the different perspective, but I was always very jealous. And it, it came from a place of insecurity in myself, thinking I wasn't good enough to be there. When in truth, I was great. And I was holding down the fort when he went away to Dubai and LA. And, you know, that was a big, that was my job. And the patients really appreciated it. And it was a hard thing to be the one left behind and not get to do all the cool things but you know what? It, it is what it is. And, and it allowed me to really grow into who I am. And, and it sucks that it takes so long to see the things. Like looking back on it now, I have such clarity because I have a year of thinking about it, right? Mm -hmm. But in it at the time, I thought I was being cheated. I wasn't being cheated. I was being built for something bigger. And that's mm -hmm. the truth, right? Like I, I had to be. Right. Because otherwise, what was the purpose of all of this? What was all the purpose of you going all the, go through all the trials and tribulations that you went through to get this practice open? And then you don't have staff that wants to work like what? What kind of fucking bullshit is that? I'm sorry. Like, you are putting your life, your money, your reputation on the line to build something great. And anybody that can't see that maybe they don't belong as part of your team. 
It's true. Well, okay. I just, I can't wait to hug you in person <laughs> and cheer to you. But I, I mean, I want to talk about you because this, I mean, did you guys hear that? She worked under Michael Appa. You guys know who Michael Appa is, right? Like, who doesn't know who Michael Appa is? He is flying every other weekend, I think, to Dubai and Beverly Hills, and now they're opening one in Miami. But we already have so much stress when we're comparing our, our stuff on social media. Imagine working under Michael Appa. Like, it's... So, so kudos to you, Andy, because... That takes um, balls, and I mean it. It Actually, really I associate without balls. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that you probably have bigger balls than a lot of the people who are working there. Um, yeah, and we have not been drinking yet, so um, this is just this is oh just. Oh my god! Us. We have to go live from that dinner in Sonoma. The Instagram we, is we will. Blown. <laughs> That'd be so good. It is. It's going to be amazing. But you are freaking like to to train under that, to to work in that kind of environment where expectations are just next level. Can you talk about? Well, um, we before I ask you, just just so you guys know, this is a Q and A. So if you have questions about cosmetics, about photography. By all means, um, just put it in the chat. And I'm, I just want to pick your brain because this is, I mean, let's talk about the patients, shall we? Like, what was that even like? All right, you want to talk about the patients? Can you see it up here? There's a bunch of grays, like, right here. I'm not going to say your name on Facebook, but this is, I named it after my patient. So I'm like, hey. <laughs> um, no, so... You know, the patients, it's an interesting thing. You can have amazing patients that yeah. that completely turn themselves over to you and they're like, here, like, do what you do. Those are my mm -hmm. favorite patients, right? Because I can really, like, shut out all the noise. I can really do what I see for them, right? Like, no budget, no this. Yeah. Had a few of those in the last month, which was amazing, right? Um, but then there's the other side. There's the seemingly normal, I think I can execute this case. I think um, it's not going to be that hard. Maybe the person will be a little difficult. And then it just explodes, right? Like where you get them into temporaries and they're unhappy for whatever reason, whether it's justified or not. How do you deal with a patient who is unhappy and how do you get them to that point where they're happy so they can move forward? And I think it's something that a lot of dentists struggle with yeah. um, when they're doing cosmetic dentistry because the expectations are so much higher. And yeah. you know, obviously if you make a, mis a mistake or if you are doing something and they don't like it, unfortunately we have platforms like IG and social media and TikTok that you know what they'll do? Go online and destroy you. And yep. it's like, I tried my hardest to give you what you're asking me for. 
I can't make you look like Kim Kardashian. I can't make you look like, uh, you know, name a, another beautiful celebrity, uh, which we call Margaret Robbie. I can't make oh, you have them. Yeah. I can give you those teeth, but it won't look right on you. And so mm -hmm. a lot of it, and, and thankfully I feel like I'm talented enough to be able to navigate it and, and, mm -hmm. and, and, and appease patients, but it's, not easy. So how do we get them happy? Obviously, I think to me, like getting my temporaries to a point where I think it dictates or really fully shows a patient what they are going to look like down to the line angles. I think mm -hmm. that really creating the right shapes of the temporaries and spending time on that is the hardest thing sometimes because it's obviously difficult to do, but also like it allows me to get a patient's feedback, but sometimes patients don't even know what they want. Okay, right. like, oh, I want them straight across. I'll make them straight across. I'm like, oh, that doesn't look so good. I'm like, no shit, that didn't look so good. Otherwise, I would have designed it that way. And and it's <laughs> so hard is you're coming to me because you saw something on my social or you met a patient of of mine that you like their aesthetics. How do you think I got that patient happy? It was my vision for what they should have that mm -hmm. got them to the point where they have a great smile. It wasn't that person coming in and telling me, I want these teeth, copy them. You yeah. know, so patients can be incredibly difficult um, and they can, they can make you have a great day or they can make you have a absolutely miserable day, week, month, minute, hour, second, where you feel like the whole world is crumbling down on you. Yeah. And like, this is why I'm so glad that Kyle is having this conversation. Like, I feel like I had a freaking epiphany last week when I was at that, oh. man, I, I am struggling to keep this shit together. And like, it is not easy. It is a lot of work, but I want to do it. Otherwise I wouldn't get out of bed and do it, you know? So yes, it's hard to appease these patients. It's hard to make them happy. But at the same time, I think I get a lot of a sense of appreciation when I do get them to that finish line and they're happy. And for some patients, it never happens. I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I look yeah. at a patient and say, listen, I have tried my best. I can't do this yeah. for you. I'm going to either leave you in your finals or I'll put, take off the finals and put, put you back in temporaries. You can, you can seek it. I'm going to give you your money back. You can find somebody else because... This, this is not, this is toxic and we are not going to be able to get you to the final result. Um, and I think the interesting thing, obviously, from watching my two mentors, Dr. Appa and Dr. Larry Rosenthal, um, they both dealt with patients in very different ways. So I tried to find and be a mixture of like the right amount of sternness with yeah. passion and empathy, but it's hard. You know, and not everybody's going to be happy all the time, you know, and that's okay too, you know, just figure out how do you, how do you end that relationship is the hardest thing. And sometimes you have to get lawyers involved. Sometimes you have to give somebody their money back. These are, you know, I don't think a heart surgeon ever says like, Hey, that heart surgery that we did didn't really work. You're going to need a second one. This is the cost. But actually, it was my fault. So I'm going to give you your money. And we're going to do this for free. Never. Even Never. plastic surgeons, they, they charge you for the surgery again. So why is it that as dentists, we have to refund a patient if they're not yeah. happy? 
whose fault is that they're not happy? Right? Exactly. And I was just um, texting with a doctor about this. He did this beautiful case on his patient who, um, who, uh, who consented. She liked it, cemented it. Now is literally took an arch shot with her iPhone, an arch shot, and said, this tooth is not quite in alignment. I'm like, bro, any patient who takes an arch shot, just refund it and move on. Like, it is, But yeah. We (laughs) put our blood, sweat, and tears into this. I know, yep. That's not fair, right? It's not fair. Oh, man, that's not fair. But it's fucking not fair. I'm sorry. Like, I get very heated about this. Because each smile is a labor of love. It is a piece of art. Like, I... Wow, that's so good, actually. It's so deep. I create living art. You do. You do. You're freaking Picasso, Angie. We do it. All cosmetic dentists do it differently. But it... It's so true. Like, it's so true. And maybe you don't like me as the artist. Maybe you shouldn't have, yeah. you shouldn't have purchased my piece of art, you know? <laughs> and it is such a breath of fresh air to hear that you at your level, at your caliber, at your, I mean, at your artistic talent, like if you are finding that you are still having those difficult conversations and hey okay like maybe I can't give you what you want like you need to find someone else who can like it's it's nice to to hear the struggles behind those beautiful photos because you're I mean your smiles are insane and when I look at your page I'm like dang it that is freaking gorgeous like how is she doing this like you're not even human it is it's nice to hear that you are human Andy thank you (laughs) Yeah, I'm sick to my stomach at at you saying that, to be honest with you, because I just feel like maybe I'm part of the problem. Maybe no. Maybe I am, Ashley. Like I'm I'm so serious right now. Maybe I create a level of dentistry that is is not really truly attainable for every single patient. And you know, I thought that. I mean, yes, I'm helping patients, but like maybe I'm feeding into the problem. Maybe I'm creating the problem by putting all of this content out into the world. Like, you know, maybe I should put some of my failures out there. Maybe people should see that I'm a human being, right? Because I have failures too. I have a patient right now that I have no goddamn clue why she keeps breaking her teeth. I have checked her bite 70 times. It is something that she does. Like, I almost want to go to dinner with her, okay? Mm Because she's doing something in her mouth that I just can't account for. And Mm. I feel like a failure. I'm having a conversation with my ceramist and I'm saying to them, I'm like, can you look at this like on every articulator possible? Because am I missing something? Mm -hmm. And I think that that, you know, dentists want to be so macho and like, I know everything. The truth is like, I know some stuff, but like, I don't know everything. And if I'm having a failure, I need to figure out why that is failing and try to figure out a solution, right? Because I'm married to it, right? That patient came to me to do that cosmetics and they're going to be with me for a long time, right? So I have to fix this and make it good, right? It's Mm -hmm. hard. 
Sorry. And um, I want to wholeheartedly disagree with you. You are definitely not the problem. And if you ever stop creating content, I will personally fly to New York and shake you because you're an inspiration. I mean, you're an artist. You're putting out your passion. And anybody who can't, um, what is the saying? Um, don't dim your brightness for someone who can't stand your light. I know. Something like that. Did I just muck that up? There's something there or something. Yeah, I know, something. I know. I know quote, though. That's a good one. No, you are, I mean, you're doing incredible things, and it's so inspirational. And I, um, I love that we get to see this side of you, but I don't think that your Instagram platform is the right platform to talk about your failures because that's where your income is coming from. Right. Those are where the patients are coming from. You don't poop where you, you sleep. Right. No, and that's ruining all the things. I know <laughs> all the things. I'm going to make a list of them for Sonoma for you. <laughs> I listen this, I, you know, I don't see what the names are just as Facebook user, but there, that quote that just popped up, it says failures, sharing your failures in these intimate settings with other doctors is really key. And like, you ask me, you send me, I am very honest about my life, probably more honest than I need to be <laughs> with complete strangers. I love it. Um, it's, you know, it's, I just think it's a conversation that we need to have more. And yeah. I think Kyle really opened my eyes. Um, mm -hmm. He was talking about, how he was struggling and like you have to understand i look up to kyle i look up to christian coachman i look up to adamo i look up to a man i look up to john coys all these people that are doing it right that are just mm -hmm. like stellar and i look up to them and, and if he's saying he's struggling yeah. then there's a lot of people that were struggling i'm telling you oh, and i've never so been open true. about it you know yeah yeah, 100%. And we're actually going to have Kyle here on our Facebook Live next Thursday. So tune in for that. Um, it's, I mean, you are, you're, it's, it's going to be an amazing talk that you're going to share with us because, um, I mean, we started out talking that this was going to be a cosmetic dentistry forum but um since we don't have specific questions about the process everyone just seems to be relating to yeah. the struggle the burnout let's talk about um i mean what are you doing for play these days besides miami like what does andy do to shut it off because you told me something on the podcast mm -hmm. about your phone you specifically oh, don't look yeah. at it yeah. yeah, so this is my biggest thing. I have a do not disturb that's set into my phone. So it automatically turns on from 11 o'clock at night to 11 o'clock in the morning. And I try my very, very best to not look or respond to my text messages before 11 o'clock. I, I think it just allows me a minute to like get my mind right for the day, get the gym in, get to work, get my coffee, like, and then we're going to have these conversations of all the fires I need to put out. But, you know, that has been something that has really changed, I would say the last six months or so of my life. And I, I think I used to be like so super available. And I think sometimes just not being as available to everybody is okay. Like 
I'm constantly sending people voice notes and, and recommendations and I love doing it. Don't get me wrong, but it can be exhausting. Like somebody messaged me at like 1230 last night. I looked at it. I'm like, I can't answer this right now. It's 1230 at night, guys. Like, no, you know, so um, that's a big part of it. Obviously, the working out has been great. I lost, I think it was like 45-ish pounds. Um, so I know, but that's a constant struggle too. It's like, it's like, oh, do I want that piece of cake or do I want to be skinny? I don't know. <laughs> sometimes, guys, the cake wins. It's the daily question for me. It Usually it's always a yes. It is. And then, like, I was so jealous people were at Starbucks and getting coffee and, like, these, like, loaves. I was like, I'll have a little caramel drizzle, just a little bit. And that's, like, my treat for the day. And I'm so proud of myself. Um, yeah. Like, you know, that's been a good part of it. Obviously, focusing on just some Stribe stuff and, like, having a business. And, like, did I ever think I was going to be a business owner, like, an online business? That's been so fun. I was like talking to a few people this week about different ideas of things that I can create for Stribe. Um, And some of the best ideas just come to you from conversation with other people. And I think that's so cool. Um, I think Tommy Law, I saw him in Vegas last week and he he was like posting about something about like a, 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 a thing to clean or place the veneers. I was like, oh man, it would be so cool if that brand thing and this brand thing, and then they came together and it had a cover. And like, we're talking about this in DMs. He's like, this is a great idea. I was like, I know this is a great idea. I should make it. <laughs> you um, should. Yeah. Let's, um, I, I want to ask you because I mean, talk about international superstar yourself. You were just in London teaching with Rodri Thomas Let's talk about Stripe and, and let's let's talk about the courses that you're offering and, and what it looks like, because it's like a two day course. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, Stripe was born through the pandemic, right? It was a, a byproduct of me sitting at home, me and my partner, Elon, sitting at home and like he's in Miami. I'm in New York. We're trying to figure out like we're seeing all this social media, like everybody's lecturing on Instagram. And I just thought it wasn't the place. I thought like, we're professionals. If we want to have these conversations, like it's good for platforms like this, right? So I wanted to create a place where because we're all sitting at home, we can get amazing lectures from all over the world to give CE courses. Um, We became accredited by the AGD and we're able to issue CE, which if you've done that, you understand the process of like 700 pages of like paperwork. Yeah. Obscene. Um, but we did it. We got approved. It was amazing. And then as the pandemic started to die down a little bit, we tried to, started to transition to master classes. Kind of think of like literally a master class. And that's what I wanted to create for cosmetic dentistry. So we created details, which is the masterclass that I teach for six hours on demand. And it's spectacular. And I I put my heart and soul into it. Um, And then people wanted to do in-person courses. So Rod, who also teaches um, all over the world, we've taught together before photography. I basically said to him, like, this is my idea. This is what I want to do. When I was out at Koi's, like, Koi's would open a drawer and like you'd have the bottles and stuff like that. So I was like, you know, I'm going to document this a couple cases from start to finish with all the digital models, all the digital scans. And we're going to be able to do this where they have my physical patients that I've treated, 
the initial models to be able to mock them up. They have the prep models to be able to make temporaries. They have type it ons, which I'm working on right now, creating type it ons that are in the shape and position of my patient's teeth, which is going to be next level. They're not just straight teeth. I know I'm so excited about it because it's like a seven month process and we're almost there. So it's so cool. Um, and we made this amazing two day lecture and it has been, I mean, you know this, right? Because when you put something out into the world that is yours, right? You put out the retreat, like you're in the back of your head, no matter how strong you are, you're asking yourself, is anybody going to buy this? Mm. Is anybody going to believe that I can add value to their life, right? And so mm. when we put the first one up, it took like maybe three weeks to sell. And every day I was just like, we got to sell this. We got it. We have to, we have to have a great event. Like it has to be, I, we, we spent so much money on the first event that because it was at the one hotel in Central Park, like literally, I think the space cost 40 grand. And I think we were making like 60, <laughs> you know, like, oh it my was, gosh. but it was epic and we got great yeah. footage. And then it just kind of grew where we were doing it in New York, in London. We added Chicago, we added Miami. Now we're adding LA. Um, next year we have LA, New York, London, Miami, and Chicago. I mean, that's insane. Insane. That's amazing. I, I um, have a personal assistant to be able to do all this stuff for me. Actually. You do. So do you fun. not have a personal assistant? You are so lucky you have Colin. Like, I am. <laughs> and like, I need a Colin. <laughs> I am. I really do. Um, Want to apply to be a job at Stripe? Come, you send me an email uh, if you want. I to really work at Stripe. Um, it's hard. So yeah, Stripe grew into in-person courses, and you know things have just been so great. Did I lose you? I might have lost her. Um, but it's been a lot of fun, and I think uh, I oh there you are. <laughs> I was like, where'd she go? She ran away. <laughs> Um, it's been a lot of fun. Obviously we made, oh, I didn't even talk about the kit. So we made the photography kit, which is basically a box. I was got so angry at like giving so much business to PhotoMed because people would text me like, what do I need to get? And I'd be like, go to PhotoMed. And so then I just created all of the instruments that I use. I sourced them all. We created them all and we created the box. And that was, that was an amazing thing. I can't believe even now, like how beautiful it looks, how nice the products are. We made bouncers. I'm working on like three or four other products right now. So hopefully we will have more things in the future, but. I don't think you sleep, Andy. I don't think Do you not sleep? I don't, I think even when my eyes are closed that I'm not sleeping sometimes. Like I feel like a vampire. It's, I don't know. <laughs> I, um, we, we need to get, we need to get uh, people from this group over and we'll just have the making of Stride. Like we'll have a course where all of the members are, are in the course. Cause I am, man, I I need to get your dates because I am going, I, I want to take it either in, uh, I know I want to go to New York. I want to okay. see you in New York or London. I really do want to go. I'm in London, oh my God. We just did a course at the Lanesboro Hotel, which like Rod was so excited. By the way, just side note, Rod 
Have you ever met him or no? I don't think you have. No, no. I tried to get him to come to the retreat, but he <sighs> is teaching. Okay, this is Rod's schedule, ready? He's flying in. He's teaching at Cosminet Thursday, Friday, and then he's teaching with me Saturday, Sunday. Then he's flying to Toronto, and he's teaching Art of Resin, his course, the following Saturday, Sunday. So I was like, oh, just come from Chicago to, to Sonoma with me. And he's like, I have to teach in Toronto. And then I go back, and I go to Ireland, and I... Like, dude, oh my gosh, you're an animal. I don't even know. Like, that's, that's six days of teaching in 10 days. That's wild. Yes. That's so that fun. is that's insane. Like, that's that sounds like Christian Coachman. Like, just getting him on. Um, so, we're doing a, a Facebook Live with him nice. next Tuesday at 9 a.m. our time, and we're like, hey, can we do it at like 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so we get more people to watch it after work. And they're like, yeah, he's in Madrid, and that's like at 2 a.m. their time. So he does Madrid, Sevilla, um, Rome, um, Harvard, Miami. He's like everywhere. Wild. He's um, he's actually, I, I heard that he's doing another course, uh, Like, and I actually want to attend it. I think I'm going to get a ticket actually and go because I think it would be great. Um, Coachman and APA in Miami, like digital versus analog. Like that's going to be spectacular. <laughs> I want to see it myself, you know? So I, yeah, I, I mean, he's a machine. That man's a machine. What happened to you? You keep, you keep <laughs> This camera is like you you talk too much. Let's let's get you off. No, okay, I think that's my sign that um the technology is like done with me. Um but Andy, you are amazing. I cannot wait to see you in Sonoma. I can't wait to hear you talk about your whole like story, especially your breakup with dentistry for those few months. And we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into that, and you're just crushing it. And I I can't wait to just be a part of your inner circle, and it's to be in the same room as you and the other amazing speakers. It's still a pinch me moment. So, um, thank you for being a part of Sonoma. Talking at your conference, that's that's pretty badass. That's pretty badass. <laughs> I have to say, I Christian Coachman to talk at my conference. That's pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> I'm so hyped. It's gonna be so much fun. It's it really. Gonna be so you haven't gotten your ticket, and you are sitting here watching us fools. Just imagine <laughs> us fools with a little bit of wine, and that's what Sonoma might be. <laughs> oh man! And we have um, Oz, okay, yeah. It's gonna be so much fun with the best food and wine, and the vineyards we've chosen are stunning. So um, come hang out with us in Sonoma, and um, thank you guys for watching, and and thank you Andy for spending um, your Thursday with us, and I can't wait to see you in like forty days. Thirty nine. Oh my god! We should yeah. start an IG countdown. Let's do it. Let's do it. Always a pleasure. I will see you so soon. All right. Yes, I cannot wait. Thank you so much. Bye, Bye Andy. Bye, Bye guys.